All ye land lovers and beer and joys, welcome aboard the Overbrewed Podcast. My name's Alex, I'm joined by my first mate, Aiden. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. We've been the best of pals for over two decades, and we spent about half of that time perusing beers, having some cracking chats along the way, so we wanted to share that with the world. That's right, you join us live aboard our boat, where we're on a mission to explore the seven seas and try as many weird and wonderful beers as we can. But we'll let you in on a little secret. We're currently landlocked, but it's our goal to be sitting on the deck of an actual boat one day and set sail for real. That's the dream. So we'll be tasting three beers and rating each one out of five, but any beers that we don't like will be thrown overboard. As this is the first episode, we must explain that we're using Untapped. It's a lovely app that allows us to log, track and rate beers, so very handy for us on this podcast. Now typically, we would be off on a faraway shore to sample some beers from across the globe. But before we raise anchor and get underway, we have to make sure there's room in the cargo hold, meaning there's a bit of a mixed bag today. So bottoms up, put your sea legs on and let's crack open some beers. Right, first up on the agenda, we have the delicious looking TNT IPA by Dynamite Valley. This is a very intriguing looking bottle because it's covered in paper. I will give that to you. Yes, to look at. It looks delicious. When you take the paper off, luckily we've got two, so I can look at one as well. When you take it off, it's literally just a bottle with a little label in Calibri font that says TNT IPA 4.8% and then the expiry date. I mean, what more do you need to know? No, I'm just glad it's got like another year to expire. Unlike some of the beers that we've probably got lined up, which are almost definitely out of date. Well, Uh, that will be part of the fun. (laughs) Yes. What's uh, what's uh, what's it saying on the label? Well, I was just noticing that it says unwrap for more information, y'all. And that's a complete lie. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing unless, unless it's something... inside oh, the wrapping, yes. which uh, I suppose is possible. Again, a complete lie. There's okay. nothing. Oh no, no, there is. Beer token. Oh, we've got a beer token. Oh, lovely. Nice for a half pint on us, and we've got two. That's a whole pint. That's a whole pint. Magic between us. Lovely. Oh, we've got a little um, bit of information. Dear beer enthusiast, thank you for purchasing our beer. Our story starts in late 2014. Two Cornish lads decide to strike out on their own with a little bit of cash and a whole lot of ambition. Blah, 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 blah. Brewery started in 2015 in the stunning village of Ponsonuth, a few miles outside Falmouth. Oh, yes. Lovely. Steeped in mining history. And the mine is situated under a cracking viaduct, Dynamite Valley. That's why it's called Dynamite Valley. Is it's, it? It's all coming together. It's yes, called... it is. Oh, so there's a beer cafe open every Saturday from 12 noon to 6 p.m. So go check that out. I'm sure that'd be delicious. Mm-hmm. Although it might not be. We've not tried it yet. This Could is be very fucking true. horrible. I mean, we're jumping uh, the gun here. We'll find out. But they package their beers very nicely. And that's that's all you need to know. Uh, 2.4 units. <laughs> <laughs> that's well. Oh, it pairs greatly with a pink wafer. I was going to say, I think that's the most integral bit of information yeah. on this packaging. Fuck, I haven't had a, when's the last time you had a pink wafer? Oh, dear God. A decade, at least. It could genuinely be over 10 years. Yeah. Wow. How old are we? Like, what, 40? At least. <laughs> I'm not 40. <laughs> I feel like it. Lovely. Cool. It's a crisp, easy drink beer with a bitter hop kick. Delicious. Right. Let's. That's enough packaging. Yes. Let's get into the beer proper. Let's taste it. 
Uh, crack it open. Lovely. Give it a whiff. Smells pretty good. Want a whiff? Oh, yeah, go Before on. I pour. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> glowing review. It's very much got a... Uh, beer a, a, It smells like a brewery. It is, it is beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you know what I mean. Like, an actual, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, microbreweries have a different yeah. vibe to them to just, like, yeah, Stellas and Thank yeah, you. disgusting everything else is... Not that Stellas disgusting, but... No, I mean, we can't marginalise the beer community. We can well, at least that's, not in the that's first my goal. Episode, my goal in this podcast is to marginalise as many communities as possible. What <laughs> um, <laughs> I enjoy doing. Anyway, the beer. That's a gorgeous colour. It it's is kind very of like nice. an ambery, burnt-looking, nice burnt in a nice way. It's kind of caramelly. Charm. Yes, yes, that's accurate. I think. It smells. It does smell gorgeous, actually. Yes, it, it's changed it smells after like coming out the bottle. It smells like Cornwall as well. Oh. Having like nice Cornish beers in Cornwall. It's been a while Cornish since I've people. smelled Cornwall, so I can... <laughs> I've not smelt it for a couple of years, but it's bringing me back. Hmm. Hmm. Tastes good. Oh. Tastes like um, bready. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, they were not wrong about the hoppy kick. Yeah, it's nice. I really like that, actually. Hmm. It feels like a holiday beer. Again, I don't know if that's... Cornwall has just kind of imprinted on my brain. I think it may have done. Who who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, it's nice. It's bready. Yeah, I mean bready. It's it's kind of got a caramelly. I'm trying to picture in my head what it would taste like with a pink wafer. It's very difficult to do when you That's haven't a had a pink question. wafer. I mean, pink wafers don't really have much of a flavour, do they? It's sweet and delicious. Uh, and wafery. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if they taste like a wafer, uh, then pink wafers. That was like the one of the go-to lunchbox biscuits, wasn't it? Like your caramel, caramel. But when was the last time you had a caramel bar? Oh, uh, that's a very good question. I had one last week. Did you? Before that, it had been a decade, probably. I mean, possibly longer than a pink wafer. Oh wow! Yeah, interesting. And that's saying something. God, too much caramel wafer. I want to say it tastes like it looks. Gorgeous. Well, sure. But it's... <sighs> is it a strong bit? Let's have a look. It is 4.8% 4, 4. off the top of my head. Yeah, 4.8%. Not particularly strong. It, no. ta- it kind of tastes stronger than it is. It's got a warmth to yeah. it. Like the alcohol warmth. A delicious warm feeling when you have the sweet aroma of alcohol mm. within your mouth. <laughs> It's also not very well refrigerated. It is on the uh, warm end. That's my fault. I don't blame the brewer for that. <laughs> I blame myself. But, but I mean, not that it's really caused a detriment to the beer in not being very cold. No. I think in some ways it's sort of worked to its favour. No. Oh, it's suitable for vegetarians and vegans. Good. Account Accommodates everyone. Yeah. I mean, I thought most beers... No, it's um, something in, like, the barrel. Oh, isn't it? It's a yeast. That's an organism, isn't it? Well, it's got to have yeast in it. It does have yeast in it. So some vegans might not actually approve of that. I think, yeah, I think that's right. I thought there was some old brewing technique involved pig fat somehow. 
Oh, it's possible. I think everything involved pig fat back yeah. in the day. Toothpaste. Cup of tea. Cup of tea. <laughs> Cup of tea. Chop your pork in there. Yeah, please, love. No. <laughs> slice of bacon. I mean, why wouldn't you? Tea. That's what they had before biscuits. Yeah, I think so. Just a slice of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, This would be really nice if we were actually on a boat. It would. In, just in a nice, warm, in the open air, somewhere lovely and beautiful. Yes. I mean, as it is, this <laughs> hot room is not quite <laughs> portraying the right vibes. Nah. But hey, the beer's delicious. I'm a big fan of this. Yes. I, I didn't really know what to expect from an American hopped IPA. I don't mm. quite understand what the difference is between that and an uh, American pale. Well, I'm guessing it's just the hops, surely. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Which part of you did that come from? That's a very good question. <laughs> yes, I'm just looking there untapped right now. You know this because you can see it and you're sat next to me. But... I certainly can. Yeah, they got... 36 beers on offer, apparently. Probably not now. There's probably a limited selection now because Untapped shows you every beer. Yes, um, starting from 2015. Yeah, but this seems to be their most popular. And and I'm not surprised it's delicious. And I, I really love the packaging. I don't see many beers wrapped... I mean, it sounds naff. I just wrapped up in paper. Not like a kind of dispressing paper bag with a... Kind of stellar in it, but it's a it's a proper paper. I can't remember how. Not that cheap shite. It's like a grease paper or like something. Like a chip shop. Yeah. Paper almost. It's nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a eat, very interesting you could eat your design. Chips out of that, I reckon. Give it a go. I'm getting more of the aftertaste now, and that's kind of settled a bit. Yeah, I mean the taste carries on. It's it's not a once you once you neck it, it's gone. No. Hmm. Lovely. I don't think I've been to Truro, which is where this is from, in Cornwall. Uh, but uh, the rest of it... No, I, ha- I mean, I have not explored Cornwall as much as you. No, uh, I've been a good few times. St Austell. It's a lot of nice... There's uh, St Austell Brewery. It's very good. It's a uh, proper job. Oh, yes. What else have we got? Doom Bar. Sharps. It's based in... It might be Somerset, actually. In the West Country, somewhere. Close I think enough. That is, I think that is Cornwall. What else have we got? I think... We'll definitely have a feature more Cornish beers later because they have plethora of Cornish deliciousness waiting. Yes. Yeah, this is one of the good ones. I was I was trying to decide what uh, what sort of beer it reminds me of, but the 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 taste is not unfamiliar. Mm. But I can't quite place what it's reminding me of. I don't know if it's because I've literally just said it, but proper job, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Maybe I've just subliminally. Pop that into my head. Quite possibly. I mean, it's been a while since I've had one. Yeah. Might have one today. I you think I've got know. some, actually. Hmm? I've got some of the... Um, it's called Big Proper. Oh, yes. It's like proper job, but with more alcohol in it. <laughs> so it's like Big Proper. When a proper job isn't enough. Nah. It's a thorough job. Yeah. So how would you rate this if you are to rate it out of five? I don't know. The issue is, because this is the first, it's... I like to leave headroom for things to you improve. Do. You do. It's definitely a three. Out of five? I could maybe go to a four if we're doing it in whole. I'm not. We're doing it in increments. I'm doing it in decimals. And then I'll, I'll give it a three and a half. 
Maybe I'd a three point seven five. No, three and a half. I I'm think on the higher side of three and a half. Hmm. Yeah, it's a really solid, delicious beer. But it's very nice. And I can see myself sitting in a lovely pub garden, just nicking this. Siri's talking to me. Hey, what's she saying? Apparently, I said solace, delicious beer. <laughs> yeah, a nice beer. <laughs> Glowing review from two professional beer critics. Is yeah. that a thing? What's the, what's the sommelier for a beer? Uh, sommelier beer. I don't think there is one. I don't know. Well, there, there must be. I don't know. Yeah. Hey Siri, what do you call a sommelier for beer? She said, "What do you call a smelly with a beer?" <laughs> and she's given me a load of search results for skunk beer. Well, that's less helpful. Anyway. I'm sure we will find out one day if we'll, there's... We'll, be, we'll be, become one at some point. A smelly beer? Yeah. <laughs> what is a smelly beer? Just two smelly beers. Smelling beers. On a boat. On a boat. We're on a boat. Right. So I think unanimous decision. This is not being thrown overboard. This is being kept in the poop deck. <laughs> Close at hand. So we can grab more of them. Oh yeah, I for think. sure. So that was TNT IPA by Dynamite Valley. Very good, very good. Three point five, three point seven five out of five. Solid beer. Good first choice. Right. Next up, we have stuff and nonsense. I love the name. I think it's very apt for us. Oh yeah, stuff and nonsense. Who's stuff and who's nonsense? Uh, I think I think we're gonna have to share any. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm definitely nonsense. Oh, yeah, that makes me stuff. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is particularly flattering. No, this is true. So this is a collaboration beer. Oh yeah, Fierce and NZBC, the New Zealand Brewing Collective. Sorry, the New Zealand Beer Collective. Almost. Ooh. Almost. That was quite good because I didn't actually look at it. <laughs> I just remembered it, so I was, I was almost there. So this is. A New Zealand pale with nectar. Oh fuck me, nectaron and mutuica. Mutuica. I do apologise. This is what I said when I wanted to marginalise as many groups as possible. I'm marginalising the people of New Zealand for fucking up the pronunciation of all these words. Mutuica. Hops. I'm going to give that to you to have a look at. Okay, not pretty... to read out, because I would do exactly the same. <laughs> pretty standard can design. Looks I like the nice. colours. Now I've got to describe the colours, which is an issue. Uh, pink. Was... Well, the pink and ready cues. Easy peasy. Well, <laughs> yes, but I've been lured into this trap before, being colourblind. I'm excited. I'm intrigued. I don't I've... know if I've ever had a New Zealand pale before. I don't think I have either, and I those, type that, those hops sound unfamiliar to me, hmm. as you could tell by my monstrous pronunciation. Well, yes. It wasn't great. I mean, just, do, do I want to be looking at the flavour profiles of this? Oh, Let's look at it after. Let's give it a okay. try. And then we can see if we were right. Oh, are you going to fizz? Nope. Oh, it's very yellow. So, oh, that was a, an interesting pour. It's a messy pour. Immediately. It looks like a tequila somewhere. Is that is a cloudy boy. Yeah, it's very cloudy. Oh, the smell. I was not expecting that. 
Oh, what? Strong. Yeah. Strong smell of something. Kind of slightly pineapple-y. Yeah. No, pineapple for sure. There's another tropical fruit of some description. It's not pomegranate. That's not tropical, is it? <laughs> Passion fruit. Passion fruit. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. Guava? Pachuck and a guava? Don't know what a guava smells like. No, I don't know, I don't know if I've like. ever sniffed a guava. No. <laughs> I've had Rubicon guava. Oh, yes. Um, doesn't compare to Rubicon lychee, but nothing does. Mmm. That's a strong smell. It's an interesting smell, for sure. Not what we... I, expect. I reckon it's going to be like a sour something other. Oh. Let's give it a go. Mmm. I'm getting mango now. Now I've tasted it. Be honest, I didn't get much of anything in that first go. Oh, wow. Have you got the COVID? Uh, no, I don't oh, believe good. so. Hmm, that's weird. It, it, it's nice. It's kind of susly fruity. Yes. I, I think compared to the previous beer, it is not as punchy in flavour. Mm. It's more of a mellow in the background. Yeah. The fruit's in the room, but it's not on the plate. Sure, we could, we could go with that. <laughs> I think I like it. I don't know if I could have much of it. No, I think it's quite nice. Yeah, I think it's quite nice, but compared to... Well, no, I think it tastes quite a lot like it smells, which is mm. interesting because... We couldn't really we couldn't, Yeah, <laughs> identify the smell. Like. The smell. I, yeah. I, it was quite r rich and full. Yeah, I, I think that's... That's why I probably couldn't have much of it. Part of the haziness to it. Mm. Um, but from that haziness, I expected a bit more flavour coming through. I God, think... we sound so... <laughs> <laughs> like we know what we're talking about <laughs> but no it's uh yeah i know what you mean definitely i think the flavor's coming through a bit more now mm. after trying it it's feeling like that a bit yeah i don't know maybe it just needed to breathe a bit after the can could yeah it could be is it in date <laughs> <laughs> um it should be can't actually see uh, i mean it wouldn't be the first time i drank something that's out of date i'm gonna say yes yeah, yeah, I've got this fairly recently, I think. Okay. Um, hope. Yeah, it's lovely. So this is a collaboration between a New Zealand brewer and a Scottish brewer based in Aberdeen. Intriguing. Um, fierce. Fierce beer. I'm sure I've had fierce beer before. Yes, I think I have as well. What have I had? Some very interesting ones, actually. I've had the maple pancake. Excuse you? I remember this. Well, that sounds delicious. It was delicious. Fierce makes some interesting flavours because we've got maple pancake, tropical crush, fierce rhubarb, and I know I'd love that. I remember yeah. the tropical crush. I definitely had that one. Yeah, you were, you're tagged. <laughs> so, yeah, fierce rhubarb. I think I gave it a three point two five, which suggests I was disappointed with it. Well, for me, that's a fairly high rating. That is, yeah. But uh, yeah, you're not tagged in that. No. I don't know who I was with. <laughs> yeah, so Fierce makes some uh, interesting fruity beers. Hmm. I'm kind of getting that from this. For sure. And New Zealand Beer Collective, I have had nothing of. So this is a new experience for me. Hmm. I only got 15 beers on Untapped. They um, seem to be doing they, a lot of collaborations. Yeah, a lot of collabs by the looks. All with Fierce. <laughs> yeah. um, interesting. Manuka Lager. That's I want that. Intriguing. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Like Manuka honey. Mmm. Mm. I love a honey beer. Yes. Honey beers are very nice. Lovely, lovely. Um, so, yeah, that's a little collaboration. 
we're currently trying. It's 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 decent. It's kind of a fruity full, but not in a in your face sour kind of way. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset if I ordered this. <laughs> I think often like, I would. If, if, if... I'd cry. <laughs> I'd get it in in the glass, and I'd I'd just look at it and cry. Well, to each their own. <laughs> No. You know, you know, when you're trying something new and you're not quite sure how it works, mm. this I I wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, in. I'd be happy with this in a, in a pint. I still don't know if I can actually identify the flavours in it. What can I? Should we actually read the can now? Yes, that would probably be we helpful. We can see what they describe it as. Um, also suitable for vegans. Big citrus and tropical pineapple flavours. So there we go. So tropical, a tropical mishmash of God knows what and pineapple. We we got that on the smell. We did. We did. Yep. And as always, when you read the intended flavours, you get them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. as if we're very impressionable. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's just us. Should I read? What we yeah. should do one day is we should pour out cans and then read another can. Yeah. We we could probably trick ourselves. Pour out, pour out a Stella and then read <laughs> like a Rubicon lychee can. Is this how you get around buying expensive beers? You just read the blurb. <laughs> it's like that, um, oh, that, you were telling me about it. I've seen adverts for it now, so it must be doing well. The um, the water. Oh, yes. That you, you've got like the, what's it called? The, I want to call it, it's like air. Something like that, oh, yeah. Something. But it's like a, I don't know how you just like a ring around the lids or the mouthpiece of the bottle. Yeah. And But it's just water in there, but the smell is supposed to evoke flavour. Yes. I was very much intrigued by it as one who sometimes struggles to drink water because it's so boring. Oh, <laughs> what do you drink instead other than delicious beer? Uh, nothing, and nothing. that's the issue. Your poor kidneys. Yeah, they they do not thank me. Oh, but I, no. I drink a shitload of water because of my kidneys. <laughs> well, they've punished you previously. They've punished me. Yeah. So, yeah. God damn calcium! <laughs> I hate it. Get rid of it. Flush it all out. That's what I say. But yes, a beer. Thick. I say, I call this thick. Yeah. Kind it's syrupy, almost. Yeah, it's, it's got the... When your throat gets a bit claggy. Cause like it's, mine is now. Yeah. Because I've got a bit of a sore throat. <laughs> it, it has that effect. It's nice. I, I quite like it. Not bad. Not bad. But obviously, I generally prefer fruitier beers over you. Um, yeah... Yeah, I like a... I don't know what I go... I've not been drinking the IPA very much no? recently. I've been on the lager for a good few months when I'm not drinking red wine and <laughs> crying. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, fruity beers. Not, I'm not massively keen. Unless it's especially appeal, nice. Unless it's especially nice. If it's like a pina colada beer. Big fat pina colada. Yeah. Bad. I don't know what else to say about it, to be honest. It's we a finished it? beer. We've not finished it. We have more. <laughs> so we've got to keep talking about it. What else can we say about it? Rating it. We, oh, we've shit, yet to rate bed. it. I, I'd give this a three, personally. Just to explain my rating system, if it's 2.5 or below, I hate it. Anything above 2.5, I enjoy it. Okay. And then there's just scales of liking it. To anything that is 2.5, I've not quite worked out what that is yet. So the halfway point is 
questioning. Complete indifference. <laughs> Let's see. I don't really know what my scale is. I don't think I've ever rated anything. You tend to be harsher than me, I, I find. Yes, but most of them are between two and three. I don't think I've rated anything lower than a two before. I have. I think it's probably a non-alcoholic beer, a cheap knockoff, something or other, oh. and a sour, which is famously my least favourite kind of beer. This is very true. I, I'm unsurprised. I've had some nice sours, to be fair, but most of them I've had, I've thought, I want to, I want to throw this off a, off a short pier. Not um, the boat. Not the boat. This doesn't deserve to be. Didn't even get on the boat. <laughs> no. Let's see. We're going to pull up that pier. I want to throw it off that. Didn't deserve to be on the boat. I'm I'm agreeing with you on the three, I think, but I may bump it to 3.25. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think it's it's been growing on me the more I've had of it. Like a fungus. If you like. Or something pleasant. I don't know what... Pleasant What's thing, a nice thing to grow on you? A baby? <laughs> sure. <laughs> baby fungus. Both things that grow on you. Yeah. Sometimes wanted, sometimes not. This is... What's a wanted fungus? Uh, mushrooms. They don't grow on you, but... Like a little uh, portobello growth on your belly instead of a baby. Sure. Um... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so it's not being thrown overboard. No, today. I, I think I think we'll hang on to this. I think this this deserves to stay on the boat. Happily, put yeah. it back in the um, in the cargo hold. Is that a, that's a plane, isn't it? Yes. No, you have, you have cargo on a boat. Uh, well, yes, I suppose. Where'd you put the shit? Where'd you put the shit? Yeah, where's the rum go? Uh, well, yeah, the hold. In the hold. Also, I thought that's. Playing. Maybe they share a lot of terminology. It's possible. I don't know. These are the things you find out after you buy a boat. Hey Siri, where do you store things on a boat? She's useless. <laughs> I'm sure for some people that would be very helpful. Oh, she disappeared when I said that. I'm sorry, Siri. Oh dear. Oh dear. What is the poop deck? Um, it's like the bit. It's the, the deck, isn't it? It's just the top Poop of the deck. That's where you shit your pants. Or sh shit on the deck. I think it's the bit that you could get killed in. Oh! That's pretty poop. Hmm. Death? Hence the name. What do you think about death? <laughs> uh, very little. Good. Good. Nor should you. Maybe you should. I don't know. I mean, this is a downward turn. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about death? Well, I mean, I suppose you could have a light conversation about it, but Happy then... Episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Two beers in. <laughs> Two beers in, what do you think about death? Ah, right. So, the third beer... Of the podcast, the final beer of the podcast, one I'm very genuinely excited to try, because we we specifically went out to purchase it from London Soho Amethyst. It's a lovely place to buy beer. 
and gin and cider and any kind of alcohol you could ever want. This is Can 3 by Empirical. I like the name immediately. I love the name. It is a completely blank label on, on the can. It literally says Empirical Can 3, Carob Fig Leaf Lemon Myrtle. And then I, I wasn't even sure what this was, but it is a Pilsner. Oh, yes. That um, is not where my no. mind was going. It's got all sorts of shit in it, and I'm really excited to try it. It's from Denmark by, as I said, the Empirical Brewery. Um, I'd show you the can, but there it is. That's thrilling. That's very a nice minimalist. shade of green. Yes. I'd though. say it was teal. A dark teal. I'm going to agree with you, because I don't um, know. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks very... I don't know. And it excites me. And, and th this is one of three beers listed by Empirical Brewery on Untapped. Um, guess what the others are called? I'm going to go with five and nine. You're wrong. Oh, no. Can one. Can two. And strawberry hop cake. Of course. <laughs> of course. And then can three, of course, as we're trying now. Uh, this is a smaller can, so we've got to be a bit more sparing with it. But oh. I'm... I'm so excited, it's fizzy. I have noticed that the other two beers they do are sours. I noticed that as well. <laughs> this is the only Pilsner. So you logged as a Pilsner. You've got off lucky, really. It's, it's Pilsner Other. Oh. Okay. Wow, I've just smelt it. Oh my gosh. Oh, Jesus Christ, hello. That smells delicious, not in a beer way, though. That is one of the most that intense is... smells oh from a beer I've ever God! got. That smells beautiful. I want this as an aftershave. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's that's Can kind we of. Just not drinking. Pour it all over us. Well, you might get a bit sticky. So it's a, quite a again another cloudy color, ambery, little bit bitty bits in it, but that's natural. I'm very interested to see what this tastes like. I have no idea. What? Well, how do you describe the smell? I think it's kind of like honey-ish, but like a really kind of fruity. Yeah, it's figgy. Honey. It's kind of got a herby yeah, note yeah, on it as well. Yeah, it's it's yeah. The smell it weirdly is sticky. Like S yes, that's such a weird way to describe. But that is exactly right. That yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever described it something as like sticky smelling. A but... sweet, like a specific kind of sweet. I can't put my finger on it. Kind of like a. Oh, I don't know. It's. Uh... It's kind of got the honey strepsil sort of strepsil me medicinal sort of yes. thing going to it. Yes, definitely. I, th I think we've got to we've got right. to taste it. No, I'm excited, or not? That's <laughs> fucking horrible. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh no. Well, uh, I don't know. Not, Hold I'm on, I'm not happy. That's intriguing. I do apologise to the brewer. I just said that's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> As I literally prefaced, I'm not a big fan of sours. This is definitely a sour. Okay. Yes and no. It, it's it's <laughs> interesting. But you sort of there's a sour kick when you you first. Yeah. You could tell by my face. It, it is very scrunched. Yeah, for sure. I was like Homer Simpson lemon episode. <laughs> His face just kind of goes. Pretty much exactly. Yeah. I, I want it see it reminds me of licorice not in taste but in the vibe yeah like the yeah. kind of intense flavor 
and very divisive flavour. Divisive. I, I hate licorice. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. But I I I think I quite like this. I'm I'm undecided yet. Of course you do. I don't. <laughs> it's very fruity, like very intensely fruity. Um which again, completely up to personal taste. I'm sure some people would love this. Not for me at all. It smells beautiful though. It's really like the smell. I think the fact that we 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 sort of talked about how you wanted it as an aftershave. (laughs) What other beers would you want as an aftershave? Uh, That's a very good question. None of them because they're beer. This is true. (laughs) I I, I don't know. There's yeah. There's something very interesting about this. Give it a smell now. A lot of it has gone. I'm still getting it. It's not as like powerful a kick, and I don't know yeah. whether that's well. It's part of the thing, isn't it? Like if you your smell and taste are very closely linked. So if you're smelling something and not tasting it, then mm. there is a disconnect there. But if you're smelling and tasting it, then you kind of marry the two together, and that's the most insightful thing I'll say ever. For the duration of this podcast and every other episode ever. Oh, I was just going to say in life. Yeah, but yeah, sure. Like the podcast, yeah, just flavor, <laughs> flavors and smells. I'm liking this. For me, the the fruitiness is sort of in the back burner, not in taste, but in experience. Hmm. Because there's there's something herby or something else on top of the fruitiness that's influencing the flavour. Is it's got a medicinal quality to yeah, it. Yeah, that's definitely how I'd describe it if I thought of the words before you did. <laughs> um, now I'm now I've had the initial shock of it. It's growing on me a bit. It's and my face isn't scrunching up into it is true. It is horrible mess. Uncontorted itself. Yeah. If, I, I if that's s- the term. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I still wouldn't. I wouldn't order this. No. I'd, if I could, if someone next to me could order it, and I could just smell it for a bit. Yeah, I'd do that. But <laughs> I think it's very much unlike anything I've ever tasted before. No, that's yeah. I've never had anything like this. This is bizarre. Is it in tape? I mean, it hasn't been that long since we bought it. Nah, it doesn't say it's when it goes out of date. I'm going to say that to mean it's in date. I've never tasted anything like this. No, or smelt anything like this. This is very strange. And to me, that's exciting. It's, it's, yeah. This is the most interesting beer I've had in a very long time. Yeah, because we've had a lot of beers. Yeah. Sometimes all you can say is just, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I like beer. Beer, love <laughs> <laughs> it. Delicious. Very palatable. (laughs) (laughs) And often we're agreeing on how we like beers and on our ratings. Apart from sours. Yeah. Because I find them vile. And this does have a bit of a sour to it. And I've I've used that as a... As a... a I don't know. A bit of a sour to it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that's English. (laughs) (laughs) Or... I know exactly I, what you mean. I'm not going to call it a sour, but it's got sour elements to it. Yeah. There's I mean, there's, there's a tang. That, there is a tang. That goes on. That tang fucked my face up. It made me go... <laughs> inside my face. It made me go... Inside my face is my review. Yeah. Okay. How are you rating it? I'm See, curious. This is very hard to rate because it is so unique. And because it is, in some ways, I want to rate it higher than I actually... Well, I don't know. It's fascinating. I've never... Yeah, I've, it's... I, I think they should make this into a candle. 
Yes. <laughs> and then I'd love it just to have as a candle. Oh, I can see that. Unfortunately, it's a beer. It is a beer. And I'm not enjoying it as a beer. Yeah, that's problematic. I, I yeah, I've got to give it a rating and it's hard mm. because I, like, comparing it to the other two beers we've had. Two delicious IPAs or pale yeah, ales. pales. But uh, what do we go? 3.5. Three, high 3.5, about 3.25, I think. Oh, no, 3.25, okay, the other one, yeah. Either I'm going to have to change the ratings of the other ones. <laughs> or this. It, it depends how you're viewing it. If you're viewing it in your enjoyment of the beer as a beer, and a, as a technical, in a technical sense. Yeah. Or in just a all-round, it's a nice beer, I liked it, it tastes good makes me feel happy and warm inside. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give it a 3.5. Fuck off. (laughs) But what I'm going to say is I don't think I'd ever have it again. Ah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the one-off experience that is so unique that actually makes me excited about it. It's like you went on holiday to Thailand and you met someone incredible it's very different and you <laughs> yes it put you all sorts of emotions up but you never wanted to do that again sure exactly i had a different experience in thailand <laughs> <laughs> i went there i met someone they thought oh well perhaps terrible night <laughs> i threw up <laughs> i cried <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd give this a 1.5. Okay. That's fucking low for me. I Again, it's a very interesting beer. I do not enjoy it. It smells gorgeous. That's the 0.5. Yeah. Okay. I genuinely think I would love this as a candle. <laughs> but again, it's a beer. <laughs> that, that is important too. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So I would, I would throw this overboard. <sighs> How do we how do we settle this? Do we fight? Well, <laughs> I, I think I'll neck it and then I'll join you and throw it overboard because okay because you never want to have it again. I'm, this is I, it. Yeah, I th- I think this is the one. Oh, wow! The first episode with throwing something overboard, but with two very drastic opinions on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I won't fall. Maybe a two. I'm going to bump it up to a two because of the smell. Because. <sighs> Three point five, though, Jesus! I quite like it, but I'm concerned that if I had it again, I wouldn't. You give you give it one whiff and be like, "No, thank you." Because I th- I think it's the uniqueness of the experience that's really getting to me. Ketamine's a unique experience. <laughs> well, yes, unless you do it more than once. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do it more than once. <laughs> oh my! You don't have to finish it. I do. That was a genuine reaction. You well. gave yourself more. Did I? Than I had you as well. There you go. I'm not ill. Oh no. It's fine. I'll see it through. It's quite tangy aftertaste as well. Yeah, it's interesting. When you hold it in your mouth, it bubbles like it fizzes in your mouth. Mm, that's not something I like with beer. It tastes. It. It's almost a weird cider. Yeah, kind of. I find that with sour anyway. It's just yeah, it's more cidery than beery, but it's it is beer. So 
this is true. But how do we know it's beer? Because they tell it is. They tell us it is. They actually say it. Oh, this is interesting. A bit interesting bit of context. Oh yes. A drink made from our vacuum distilled spirit of our Pilsner malt and Bel- Belgian saison yeast. Saison. Saison. Saison yeast. Carob. I don't know what that is. Fig leaf. Lemon myrtle. Don't know what that is. And lemon. Pepper. Coffee chaff. Oh yes. Lemongrass. Golden yunnan tea. Water, kombucha mother, sugar, oh. and carbon dioxide. Kombucha. Okay. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I don't enjoy kombucha. Me neither. But this kind of tastes like it. Yeah. Are we just drinking kombucha? Mm. Is this even beer? It's definitely alcohol. Because it, it, it says on the side, category, carbonated alcoholic beverage. Ooh. At no point on this does it say it's beer. Well. It calls it a drink, and it mentions pills and a malt. And saison. Untapped says it's a pills. Untapped is fucking bullshit. (laughs) I don't know. It was a very interesting experience. Yeah. And I'm glad we went through it. I'm together. Yes. Thank you for being here. It's all right. I'll I'll help you through this this troubling time. I don't even know if it's a beer. Well. Can it even be thrown overboard? Did it even make it on the boat? I don't know. We drank it, so it's made it through customs somehow. So we just have a long straw, and it was on the dock. <laughs> we just, yeah, we're just on the in the marina yeah. with a long straw. Bit weird. Yeah, for two, sure. Two out of five. Okay, and would make a great candle. <laughs> That's my review. Beautiful. Okay. Didn't enjoy that. Did not enjoy that. I'm chucking it. It's going overboard. Okay. Just going to walk the plank. I, th- I think we re- agreed, but for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. This is an interesting one. Interesting. Yeah. Good vessel for com- conversation. That's this a, that's certainly appeared to be. Very good. Well, it's not, but I want to have a nice glass of water now. <laughs> Wash that down. It's not a bad idea. Thank you for joining us on the very first voyage of the Overbrewed podcast. So just one beer thrown overboard today, and just to recap, the beers featured were... First up, we have the TNT IPA by Dynamite Valley Brewing Company, based in Truro, Cornwall. Which, of course, was an IPA, 4.8%, and we rated it roughly 3.5, 3.75 alpha. I'm being very loose, aren't we? <laughs> Around there. But next up, we had Stuff and Nonsense, which was a collaboration between New Zealand Beer Collective and Fierce Beer. Actually based in Aberdeen, not New Zealand, much to our surprise. Yeah, you live and learn. <laughs> It was the um, it was the Matuka hops, wasn't it? Oh yeah, threw that's us for why. A week. That's why it's a New Zealand beer. It threw us off because it said New Zealand. <laughs> but anyway, that was a New Zealand pale ale at five point five percent. We thought it was roughly around three three point two five. Yes, and the final one, the, the final controversial one. <laughs> can number three by Empirical Spirits, based in Denmark, is a pilsner. Allegedly, four point five percent. And here we get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Yeah. So between two and 3.5 out of five. I think two is a bit high now. Yeah. Well. If it was a candle, 10 out of 10, breaking away from the five scale. (laughs) Beautiful. I I mean, it doesn't really matter now because sadly it was thrown overboard. It was. God rest its soul. Now sitting in Davy Jones' locker. But anyway, you can find these beers on our Untapped profile. To follow us on Untapped, go to your profile, click the icon on the top left, 
then hit the plus on the top right and search Overbrewed Podcast and you can add us as a friend. Follow us on Instagram at Overbrewed Podcast. For updates on when new episodes are coming out, you may also find some bonus content and recommendations outside of the book. Oh, how exciting. (laughs) Thanks again. Please do subscribe to us on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I've been Alex. And I've been Aidan. And remember, the seas can be rough, so do enjoy your beers responsibly. Join us next time as we set sail on a new brew adventure. Ta-ra! Goodbye. See ya. Ciao. (laughs) What's a seafaring way of saying toodle-pip? That's a very good question. Bon voyage. How have we not fucking thought of that? That's a very good Bon voyage. Bon voyage, (laughs) yes. (laughs) 